Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for great. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's on now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dickow hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Dan Dickow for the ISO and SB Live Sports. Check us out online or follow our social media channels um, myself at Dan Dickout 21 uh, SB lives are at SB live sports or SB live WA for Washington Oregon California we're now representing high school sports in about 12 to 15 states across the country you can also check out this ISO podcast now on our Gonzaga nation SI feed so uh Bringing you content today, being a Wednesday, January 26th, 2022, uh, means one thing. It is Mailbag Wednesday. So each Wednesday, uh, listeners uh, send in questions. It could be any topic. It could be basketball, baseball, football, sports-related, coaching-related. It could be broadcaster-related, whatever it may be. Send your questions in to at DanDickow21. Email me, Dickow, at scorebooklive.com. Or as mentioned, uh, send a message to any of our social media channels. So um, each Wednesday, answer three questions. Today's three questions, we'll get right to it. First one is from Jeff in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. He asks, I know you don't follow football too closely based on listening to your podcast, but... You did comment on these past weekend's games. Uh, who is or who are your favorite NFL players of all time? Well, Jeff, you're right. I don't follow football too closely. Um, you know, I've, obviously basketball is a huge passion of mine. Uh, I've got a large family with lots of activities going on left and right. Uh, and so a lot of times on a Sunday, uh, as opposed to sitting there watching football throughout the day, uh, we're doing something, hanging out as a family. Maybe we're watching movies. If it's in uh, fall when the weather's still good, we're outside doing something. So you're right. I don't watch a lot of football. Um, when I was a kid growing up, though, I did watch quite a bit of football, and I was always a Green Bay Packers fan. So I do like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's been a tremendous player. Um, it was disappointing to see them lose to the 49ers in the playoffs, um, even though uh, I didn't follow them too closely this year. But my favorite football player of all time probably would be Brett Favre. Uh, I just loved his gunslinger mentality. Um, he always left it out there on the line. Um, he was he was fun to watch. Uh, you know, And I think one of my bucket list things as a sports fan uh, would be to get to a game at Lambeau Field someday, uh, preferably in the snow, even though I don't know if I have the clothes <laughs> uh, to, to be able to handle that cold weather and sitting out in, uh, not just sitting in Lambeau in the cold, the snow, the wind, um, but also probably to get the full effect, I would imagine you got to be there early to tailgate uh, and you got to be in the stadium early um, to, to get the whole uh, 
environment, get the whole experience. So uh, Brett Favre would have been my favorite player of all time. A couple others that, you know, come to mind as guys that I used to really, when I watched football closely as a kid growing up, I thought Jerry Rice was unbelievable. He was amazing. Uh, his ability um, to run routes, to catch. Uh, obviously, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I do know he was one of the greatest all-time wide receivers. So he would have been up there. Um, Emmett Smith as a running back would have been absolutely one of my favorites. I mean, I see a lot of his shiftiness and his correlation as a running back to a really good basketball player, you know, being creative with the dribble, um, being able to change speeds, change directions. So Emmett Smith of the Dallas Cowboys would have been one. Um, maybe a, a shock and a surprise, um, a player who I think was a little bit ahead of his time, used to love watching him play would have been Randall Cunningham when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. He was awesome to watch. Um, and then you kind of fast forward a little bit later and, and Michael Vick reminded me a ton of Randall Cunningham. Michael Vick, when I was in Atlanta playing for the Hawks, he was playing for the Falcons. And I got had a chance to go to a couple Falcons games. And those were so much fun because uh, you could just, when, when they were on offense, Michael Vick, uh, drop back. You could just sense the electricity in the building. Um, it, it just would build up. The snap would happen. He would drop back and you would feel this like energy just raise. And then when he made a big play, uh, the the chorus of applause was just absolutely uh, amazing. It was fun to watch. Uh, and then the last player that I would kind of have to put in there in, in, in there as far as guys that I really like, enjoy watching, uh, would maybe be my favorite, be Tom Brady. Uh, you know, and, and there's so many reasons why. Obviously, he's a winner. Uh, he's won a, a number of Super Bowls, both in New England, and then he won last year with Tampa Bay. They were knocked out this year. The longevity of his career is unbelievable. Uh, I think he's 44, uh, contemplating playing one more year, uh, maybe even past that. Obviously, that's going to be something a lot of football fans uh, keep an eye on in in this offseason. Um, but I think the reason I really, you know, like Tom Brady is he was an underdog coming out of college in Michigan. Um, you always see those, you know, NFL combine pictures. And he doesn't look like your prototypical um, NFL athlete. Um, but he took his God-given abilities and his athletic attributes and he worked them to be as good as possible. Not just physically, but mentally um, he, he worked them, uh, competitively, uh, he worked his competitive spirit, um, to be able to be as good as he is. Uh, he believed in himself. That was a huge part of it too. And so I think all those attributes about Tom Brady, uh, really kind of make me look back and be like, man, I really like him as a football player. So Jeff, thanks for the question. So yes, it would be Brett Favre. And then a couple others that really kind of caught my eye as a kid as a, up until now, Jerry Rice, Emmett Smith, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, um, Randall Cunningham. So thanks for the question. Next up, Tom from Chicago. Uh, I know I've listened to you talk about having a chance to go back to the Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. But besides that Hall of Fame, have you been to another? And if not, which one would you choose to go to? Uh, great question, Tom. You know, the only other Hall of Fame that uh, I've been able to go to for uh, a sports, for a sport, would have been IndyCar Racing at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
Um, and I found it absolutely fascinating. Spent a couple hours just walking around and I'm not a huge car guy. Um, so I don't know, you know, the intricacies, the ins and out of an engine and, um, you know, how horsepower and torque and drag relate to, to racing and, and, and all of those. But I had a chance to go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and just the amount of, of history, the amount of information uh, was so fun to spend a few hours there and just walk around, learn about some of the great racers, learn about, you know, the the advancements in uh, the engines, advancements in how they built the cars, both aerodynamically and with materials. Uh, that was unbelievable. Had a chance to walk out on the brickyard, get a picture standing at the uh, at the at the starting line and at the finish line. That was unbelievably cool and unbelievably fun. But if there was a if there was a Hall of Fame that I really would want to go to, you you think of uh, you know a couple of the major sports really quickly. You think about football in Canton, Ohio. You think about baseball in Cooperstown. You know myself as a golfer. Um, you know it's down in Florida. Uh, but if I had to pick one of those, it, it would be go to Cooperstown. Uh, I know it's a little bit difficult to get to uh, in, in the state of New York, um, but Cooperstown to me would be amazing. You know, I grew up playing all the sports, baseball, basketball, soccer, never played football because I was always too small, didn't want to get hurt. Um, but I think one of the things that, um, you know, I remember as a kid was absolutely loving baseball. I think I was a really good baseball player. A lot of people thought baseball might've been my best sport, uh, but the the pace of the game, the slowness just wasn't something that kept my, my interest. Uh, and so I stopped playing baseball at the age of 12 uh, because of the pace of the game, but also because I made all-stars that year. And the all-star coach, um, I, I told him, hey, I think I'm going to miss a practice or two because I've got a basketball camp coming up. Um, just wanted to, to let you know. And, and that was hard for, for me to do as a 12-year-old to kind of say, hey, I, I go into basketball camp. I might miss a couple practices What for baseball. What do I need to do? And his response was, well, I don't think you're going to play a whole lot then. You know, um, you know, that's a decision you've made. And so that was a decision that ended up being easy for me. That was the end of my baseball career. Um, but I loved baseball. It was unbelievably fun. I can't really watch baseball on TV these days. Um, but I love going to a ballpark. I love going to a game and, and just sitting there and watching it, taking it in, especially if it's a new ballpark, especially if it's uh, – uh, a, a great day. It's it's a lot of fun. But so Cooperstown would be for me where I would go. I'd love to see, you know, more of the history of Babe Ruth, Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, Mickey Mantle, uh, Hank Aaron. Um, you know, th those guys kind of reading up some of the history of them w would be tremendous. You know, the guys that I grew up really following would be would be awesome to see. That have been, you know, Mark McGuire, Ozzie Smith, uh, to name a couple. Um, Will Clark was a was a player with the San Francisco Giants that that I myself and a couple of my buddies really followed closely at the time. So Cooperstown would be fun. It would be amazing to go back there and and, and spend a day um, just kind of soaking it all in. Um, so appreciate the question, Tom. Thank you for for sending that in. Uh, last question would be, uh, what is the worst NBA arena? that you have been to and played in. Um, and this comes from Bruce in Portland. Well, Bruce, that's uh, that's an easy, well, the, the one is absolutely, that was easy. It's no longer um, an arena in the NBA. And that would have been Arco Arena down in, in Sacramento. Um, even as a rookie in the NBA, 
I knew there was something just not right the first time I saw uh, that arena, went into that arena. Um, you know, it's it was uh, for for an opponent, a visiting locker room. The locker room was not bigger than probably 25 feet by about 15 feet. A small bathroom with, I think, two or three showers is all. Um, a small kind of secondary room about the size of a closet used as a training room. Um, all your pre um, pregame rehab exercises you would really have to do in the hallway. Um, it just, you know, not the amenities that every other NBA arena had at the time. You know, Orlando wouldn't have been uh, kind of towards the top or even the middle, um, but it was a lot better than um, Sacramento would have been. You know, that brings me to, to, you know, what are some of the best ones? Well, the Rose Garden in Portland, I, I still cannot to this day call it anything other than the Rose Garden. Um, I really liked the the arena in Indianapolis. It was called Conseco Fieldhouse. It might be Banker's Life now. I'm not quite sure. Um, you know, those are ones that quickly come to mind. Memphis's arena was tremendous, I thought, um, in regards to just the size of the arena, but then, then just what it was for weight room for opponents, all those things. Um, you know, and there's been a lot of new arenas that have, have opened since my time in the NBA. Um, but you look at Orlando um, has a new arena I haven't been to. Sacramento's new arena is supposed to be really nice. I haven't been to it, although, as I mentioned, Arco was pretty dang bad. So um, appreciate the questions, Jeff, Tom, Bruce. Thank you for sending those in. Hopefully uh, a couple of my experiences um, were great to hear. But again, for Wednesday, January 26th, and the ISO, it has been Mailbag Wednesday. I'm Dan Dickow for SB Live Sports. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.